following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon in Nashville, Tennessee, and a little hard to believe that it is now December. We are in December, whether we like it or not. How about that? Crazy. It is crazy. Terry McCormick will join us today at 440 instead of the usual right at the start of the show with the daily Titans update. So right off the bat, let's go up to the plateau and say hello to Coach Watson Brown sporting his Nebraska, I believe, in Matt Rule shirt. (laughs) Uh, Cookbook Cavalier shirt, George. Really? Cookbook Cavalier, red, white, and blue here. So you don't believe in Matt Rule? I don't. Disbelieve in him, but I'm not going to stick my neck out. No, George. Do you, George? You like you love that hire, don't you? Oh, I think it was the best hire they could make. He's a program builder. Agree with that. I think that was the right hire for them. Let me ask you. I think it's the right job for Matt to take. One of the rumors out there right now is Matt Campbell going from Iowa State to Cincinnati. I can't see that. His stock isn't as high as it used to be. No. No, they're not as good as they used to be. They don't score a lick. No. Watson, would this you, be you want- a get-out-of-jail thing for him? Well, he's going to be in the same league, and he may think he can recruit better at Cincinnati than he can Iowa State, George, and I'm not sure he can't, to be very honest. So, in the long run, I'm not sure potentially Cincinnati's not the better job of the two. Okay, while we're on the subject, what do you think Dion's going to do? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen a coach say, well, I got three of them. I'll <laughs> pick one on Saturday. <laughs> it's like a recruit. I, I, I mean, I don't know that I've ever heard of that. That happened to me once. I had three. Nobody knew it. I wasn't telling anybody. <laughs> I wouldn't I wasn't going to hang the other two schools out to dry. I mean, I don't know. I've never heard of this before. When I saw that today, well, I'm going to pick from one of these three. (laughs) So apparently it's down to Colorado, South South Florida, Florida, Cincinnati, and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. 
But okay. I don't think he's got Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't think he does either. But either. isn't South Florida the one that for him and his strengths makes the most sense? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, he's a Florida kid. Florida guy. He's not a kid yeah. anymore, to say the least. But, uh, yeah, that one would make more sense to me than Colorado or Cincinnati for him, I think. I just think Colorado will be really hard, and he's just not been out in that part of the country. Uh, he's pretty much a deep south guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if I'm Dion, I'm going to find one in the southeast somewhere and stay in that that part of the country myself. I just Maybe Texas because he's, you know, with the Cowboys, he's so well known in that state. Yeah. I'm not sure Texas wouldn't be a bad state for him with one of the schools out there. I just think Colorado's a bad job. Yeah, what what's appealing about that job right now? Well, it's been a bad job for a long time. That's not a good sign. Although, although they won a national title, a split national title in 90. Really? Yeah, they sure did. Them and Georgia Tech. Yeah. Well, when McIntyre was there, they had – a they, good year or two, didn't they? They got to the, the Pac-12 title game. Yeah, they did. They had one, one good year. It, it, yeah. I don't know. I just think – I think they're a fish out of water. Personally, if I'm the president, I'm the AD, I head back to the Big 12 myself. I think they're a fish out of the water in the Pac-12. I just don't think it fits. I think you're – A lot exactly of traveling, right. George. Yeah. They're, they're, I just – I'd go back so fast I wouldn't. And now with with – UCLA and Southern Cal out, I'd be leaping right now. I, I'm totally with Watson on this. So, um, did you see who FAU hired today? No. Who did they hire? Tom Herman. Ah, on Tom got another basketball. shot, huh? And that might not be a bad shot. hire. No. It's probably a good hire. That, that's their history. They just, Willie Taggart had been bounced around. They took a shot at him. So they they're, rehabilitate they're going the same route again. They rehabilitate. Rehabilitate job. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Total rehabilitate. So, Nine million bucks worth. Man. So okay. So we'll do. You can't the, spend nine million dollars in Oxford. You can't do it. No. No. You got to buy There's a lot. There's not enough to do in Oxford no. for nine million dollars. Unless you head over to Tunica. <laughs> well, you can lose it pretty and quick then, over there. Now. Yeah. Then you could. At least that's what I hear. It's what you've told well, me. That's <laughs> what I've. <laughs> From George's experience. From George's experiences, it can go pretty fast. <laughs> I have no comment. Uh, you don't need to. Just let it be, bud. Just leave this one alone. So uh, you want to uh, shut me up right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Do you have an update? I do, George. Good. We've got high school football scores to talk about. Uh -huh. uh, three games today. Lipscomb State Academy titles. and Trent Dilfer got a big win over CPA, 42 nothing. So they uh, they beat up on Engel Martin and CPA. Uh, Friendship Christian and Nashville Hold Christian. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Does that surprise you, that margin? Oh no, CPA's eight and five going into the game. They, but they, they weren't very good this year, and oh. they killed them the first time they played them too. Yeah, no. And Lipscomb Academy let last time playing for Dilfer. You know that's probably a little bit of motivation there. Well, um, it could be one of it. That can go either way. Yes, it yeah. can. That yeah. can go either way. That don't always mean a good thing. But you talked about it yesterday, Watson. I, I, I mean, 
I didn't know when it came out if he was going to coach in that game today or not. Well, I'd have been disappointed if he didn't do that. That's yeah. Eight, that would seven, not have six, been a 15, good 16, 17 year old kids, and you do that to them. That's different. Especially uh, given that you can drive from Birmingham yeah. to, to, to Chattanooga. It worked out yeah. pretty nice. You yeah. know, what would that You're, be? About a three hour drive? It's not even that. It's less not than even, that. Yeah. Yeah. 230 maybe. What else you got on that scoreboard? NBA and Baylor tonight. Now, wait a minute. What was what was the final? Uh, Friendship Christian and Nashville Christian at 3 o'clock. At 3? Yep. Okay. So they were tied last time I saw it. I was watching yeah. a little while before I came on the air. They, one of them may have taken the lead by now. I don't know. It was 2020 last time I saw it. Okay. So, Watson with the scoreboard update there. And NBA and Baylor tonight, I'm looking forward to that one. And then you got three more games tomorrow and Saturday. So, uh, all throughout Chattanooga. Uh, t- uh, tomorrow here in the next uh, few days as well. Uh, George, college football news. Hold, hold on. <laughs> Watson. What? Why don't they move this back a week and not go up against championship week in college football? I don't know. Been doing it forever, though. It's dumb. I mean. What we, else are you going to do, though? What do you mean? I mean, wait, are you going to skip two weeks? Well, you, I mean, you take a week off. And and you go up against Army Navy. That's the only competition. Yeah. Why would you want to go head to head? Well, the way you do it, guys. The way you do it's back up the season a week. Yeah, you just back the season up one week. Uh, they play in August. They're playing in July now. I, I, that's what I'd do. I'd just back the whole thing up one week. There's your commissioner with. There it is. But yeah, I say this. While he comes off as the voice of reason, I was the one who had the guts to put it out there. Oh, you you have guts. We're Could not going to go any further than that, but you have guts. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it when y'all go back and forth. <laughs> That's one of the dumbest things I've ever said. Uh, let it be, George. Don't, oh, absolutely. Just, just let it go, boy. You can get deeper and deeper. Believe I me, I've done that a few times. I bet we've got a good update. <laughs> we sure do. Oh, great. Moving on to more college football, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, who sprained his ankle last week in the loss at A&M. He is expected to play Saturday against Georgia in the SEC title game. Coach Kelly said he's had a good week of practice. He will play for us. On Saturday, he's been banged up all year. He's been fighting through it. Well, he runs a lot. He does. But he's shown his toughness, and he's going to give it a go. Watson, do you give them any chance? No, not really. Maybe beat the spread. That's the chance I'd give them. But I don't think they can win the game. Nope. Georgia's about to bust out again, I think. They've been kind of just laying low here the last – really since the Tennessee game. I they think kind of just laid low, and I think that now that they're this is really a new season starting this weekend. So, I think they're fixing to pick it up. Georgia Tech played them tough for about a quarter. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that to be anything. I'm just saying for about a quarter. Well, and they really played them tough. And Georgia Tech had won two in a row, right? They beat my brother, yeah. and I forget who they beat the week before that. And they got this guy the job. Now they're not paying him anything. And that's no. why he got the job. They're not paying him a lick. No. No, he's just only making $3 million, So. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I don't think that's true. 
I, I promise you he's making up in that somewhere. You can't go in the ACC and pay some guy $750,000. I mean, he's making somewhere between one five and $3 million, I promise you. Okay. I'd say more toward the one five. But That's what I think. Yeah, I'd say somewhere between one that and five. Two. Really? That's when well, George said he's not getting yeah. beans. He's well, not getting paid anything. I said, "Oh no, he's only getting about two million. What the heck?" That's no, and not- I don't mean it. I don't mean it that way because we'd all, you know, halfway die. Well, that's, a, that's a bitter guy standing here talking to you. No, it, it, yeah, it is. It is. That's a bitter guy right here. <laughs> is that just a Georgia Tech problem, or is that more of an ACC in the state of that conference? No, they don't get paid they, as much now. They don't. First of Their all, league does not. They're they're trying to get it bumped up. They went on a long term contract, guys, and probably wasn't very smart when they did it because this money has changed in leaps and bounds, and they've been on the same contract. So that's why the ACC is behind the eight ball a little bit. A couple of things. Number one, they are Vandy in the state of Georgia, right? You know, Georgia's up here, and Georgia Tech's down here. And fan base wise, while they've got a bigger fan base than Vandy, oh, a lot bigger. Yeah, that's not saying much of it. Still not great. They they made an addition to that stadium right about the time I did their games, and I never understood it because really that that end zone that they closed off to get to sixty thousand, the only time it ever gets used is for Georgia and Clemson fans. To me, it was a a complete waste of. of a deal. And and so they've had, to my knowledge, three huge buyouts. And remember, they're drawing about 35, maybe 40,000 a game in football. They're not up there in this 80,000 stuff. Yeah. Paul Hewitt, Brian Gregory, and now Todd Collins have cost their athletic department a fortune. They haven't got any money. They've brought in a guy named Jay Bat, who had been at Alabama, and his job is to fix this. And as I look into the camera, Jay, good luck. You're going to need it. Tough fix. Yeah. Hard to fix now, George, and you throw the NIL on top of it. Oh. You throw that in there with it now where you've got to have money for that. It's hard to fix without cash. Well, another school that needs fixing is Nebraska. And Matt Rule is headed up there to try to fix uh, Nebraska. He's taking offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield from South Carolina. Uh, Pete Thamel reported that the Gamecocks pushed to retain him. They wanted Satterfield. Beamer wanted him. But ultimately, he decided to move up north to the Big Ten. And I would I would assume a little bit more money. Uh, am I right there, Watson, probably? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure how hard they pushed Number one, number two, he's been with Matt Rua everywhere. I mean, he's they've right? been together. They're they're like Rick Christopher and I've been all of our careers. I mean, he was with him at Baylor, right? He was with him at Temple. He was with him at Baylor. He was with him with the Carolina Panthers, uh, and now he's with him at Nebraska. So I don't I don't think probably South Carolina could have stopped it no matter what they wanted to do. And after a lot of the criticism he took in Columbia, it was probably a pretty easy decision for Satterfield to kind of, yeah. you know, go up with a buddy and start. Yeah, and more. and and not have somebody breathing down his neck, probably. Right. Because he he a matter of friends, and but it, it don't matter anymore as a coordinator. Friends or not friends, you better get it done wherever you go. 
Because it's Here's a lot different, thing. George, than it used to be, man. The coordinators yeah. now catch as much heat as the head coach does. Well, and they're making a lot more money. Yeah. And as the money yeah. increases, pressure, the crap they have to take increases. Here's the other thing. Watson, if you're right and Spencer Rattler is going to the NFL, although please help me to understand that one. It's not like his resume just has the NFL drooling. Uh, I don't quite understand why he's doing that. But if you're right and he is, where does that leave them next year? Transfer portal. Yep, again. <laughs> Here we go again. Go to it again. See if you can find another one. Am a quarterback. Will travel. And you know what? <laughs> For instance, there's one right here. Ken Seals. Nah. I think the guy uh, – come on. He was pretty good as a freshman. Yeah, but he, did, he didn't even play at all this year. Okay, and didn't play really at all last year. Can he play on the D1 level? Yeah, he can. I don't know that he would just be one they're all leaping at, but yes, he's a good player. I think he's – Bandy, Bandy needs to keep him because uh, he's he's their chance, and and first of all they need to keep him upright. Uh, that'd be well, the first. You're, 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 you're talking, talking about Swan, are Ken Seals? Oh, Ken Seals! I thought you were talking about Swan two years ago. Oh, I don't. Can he play on the D one level? I don't. I don't know enough. I'd even know the answer to that one. I, I think he's. Know. I think he's a group of five quarterback. He could play at a. You know, out of two lane, he, he might be better. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they they were bad during that time. I, I don't know. I thought you were talking about the one there now, yeah. Swan, and I think that kid's right, a good player. I think he's got potential to lead Vanderbilt to much better things, and they need to find a way to make sure he don't hit the transfer portal. That's the most That's important my, thing. my opinion on that one. Yeah. Last piece here, a pretty good player in his own right, Antonio Brown. Psycho. <laughs> Police in Tampa issued an arrest warrant earlier today for Brown. Uh, the active warrant stems from a domestic battery uh, incident in, involving a woman. So he just keeps going downhill, guys. God. You got to wait. This has to be a little CTE, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm no doctor. After but... Because it, a lot of this started with the perfect hit. The Vontez perfect hit that that he uh, that he took that Brown took. I think you're letting him off the hook, myself, Billy. <laughs> but I, I do think a lot. I'm of not sure how. Guys. I'm not sure how good a guy he is. I mean, when Tom Brady gets you with the Bucks, the only reason he's there is Brady. He lives with Brady. <laughs> Brady takes him in, takes care of him, and then after he's gone, all he does now is hit on Brady. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm not sure how good a guy this guy is. Hey, before we uh, go to the break, I want to want to throw out one more note because I dealt with this guy a lot 15, 20 years ago. A sad story today to see the passing of a great Hall of Famer in Gaylord Perry. Mm. Watson, Gaylord used to come to town. Uh, he was a spokesman for a, a medical center. And so the first time he walked in our studio, um, it was out. It was out at Opryland, and first of all, Gaylord Perry has gigantic hands. I mean, you shake hands with him, <laughs> swallows. Oh you. my God, it's a stadium. <laughs> so I shake hands with him, and and I said, Gaylord, 
This is not going to be your normal interview. He turns to me and goes, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And I said, I know more about you than you know about you. And he goes, how so? I said, I've been listening to you on three WE out of Cleveland uh, on the Pete Franklin show for years. And the minute I said that, man, he warmed up, came and did our show about 10 years in a row. Wonderful man. Great storyteller. Kind of a sad story for me. Passed away today. I grew up watching him too, George. And he was a heck of a pitcher and competitive. Woohoo! Competitive man. And of course, John Hadle is another one I grew up watching that, yes. that, that passed away, a Kansas player and Chargers. And that's two great athletes that I grew yes. up watching play and enjoyed watching them both play. Hadle at the age of 82 wore the number 21. Yep. You don't see that very often with a quarterback. Still don't. Don't today either. Flutie wore 22. It's outlawed, I think, now. <clears throat> Didn't in the, in the, in the NFL wear it is. It's not in huh? Kozar wear 20? Who? Kosar, yes. Bernie Kozar? In college. I, he didn't in the pros. I think yeah. he was he 13, 13 in the pros. Yeah. But he was 20 in when he played for the Hurricanes, he was 20. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to make mention of that. Gaylord had been just an incredible guest for about 10 years in a row. Uh, the baseball world is definitely going to miss him. Big night over at Belmont. They played their first ever Missouri Valley Conference game against Valparaiso. I know it is Valpo, but most of you do. Seven o'clock over at the Curb Events Center. And after the break, Belmont basketball coach Casey Alexander will join us. Underdog picks today at five o'clock, a full menu on Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. 
When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Okay, the Curb Event Center will be the scene tonight of Belmont's first-ever Missouri Valley Conference game against Valparaiso, 7 o'clock over on the Belmont campus. Earlier today, I caught up with head coach Casey Alexander. Casey, I know this is a big night for Belmont basketball, first game Missouri Valley Conference, and I bet for somebody like you who has seen so many of these progressions, this is pretty special. Yeah, it really is. Uh, when you think about going from an NAIA power to an independent uh, Division One team that couldn't win any games to the ASUN to the OBC and now the Missouri Valley, all in a span of about 20 years, it's been it's been a lot of fun uh, to be a part of that. You know, I was thinking about this morning. Uh, you know, we opened Valpo tonight and. You know, when we first made the move to Division One, we played Valpo on an annual basis. We were one of the few people that would play them because they were really good at that time. And we were we were chasing them from quite a distance. So it's fun now to look back and, and we see kind of how far we've come. You know, one of the memories I'm thinking of is, I guess there was a year where you all had to play at Municipal Auditorium as your you know, tearing down Stripland, getting into the Curb Center. I mean, there really has been a lot in this two-decade period. Yeah, there has been. Uh, you know, we played at Municipal Auditorium for two years. Uh, and a lot of people have forgotten. You know, when we made the move to Division One, our first our first non-NAIA season was 96-97. And we had five years as an independent. We had no conference. We had no postseason play. Uh, we really had nothing. And, um, and of course, at that time, we didn't know, you know, if we would ever experience any kind of success at this level. Uh, and, you know, obviously, history speaks for itself. We've enjoyed quite a bit of success, but, um, but we think the Missouri Valley will allow us to knock down doors that we never have before to this point. Yeah, I was about to ask you that. Can you tell yet what this new affiliation is doing for y'all? 
No, it's far too early, honestly. Uh, we only have one recruiting class under our belt uh, with this class, and that's that's the signees that we just had um, for 2023. Uh, you know, it'll take time. Honestly, it'll take time. I mean, we're going to need several years to kind of feel our way through the league and, um, and what our place is. We're going to need several years to put recruiting classes together. That's obviously one of the huge advantages from my perspective of making this move is we can – recruit uh, a little higher caliber player um, and from maybe a little bit farther away, those kinds of things. And so uh, we're not there yet, but, um, but every day we get a little closer. Casey, before I ask you about tonight, kind of give me an overall sense of what the league is right now. Who are the real powers in your mind? Well, I think Drake was unanimously chosen as the preseason favorite for good reason. They've, they were an at-large team two seasons ago. They had a really good, uh, you know, bubble-level team last year, and they returned all five of those starters. Um, they lost last night, so they're 0-1 in the league, but that was their first loss on the season. You know, and then it, it's really an unusual time for the league. I think last year there were five or six teams that were all clearly top 100 teams and, and had postseason aspirations. Uh, this year, I would say teams two through probably nine or ten um, are all kind of in the same bunch, and it's just going to take the full season to play its way out. Yeah, it's going to make for an incredible conference race. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think the biggest difference, like for a Belmont fan, for example, is you know when we have teams come in here from the Missouri Valley, they will see a you know a bigger, stronger, faster conference opponent. They will see teams that are clearly well coached. They will learn that when we go on the road, we we truly will have to play well to win those games. Uh, like in a lot of the power leagues that you see out there, you just don't go go on the road in this league and slough your way to a win. And so, you know, that's where we'll have to grow up and mature. Uh, that's where we'll have to get better if we want to continue to enjoy the same kind of success we've enjoyed in the past. What's uh, What do you think's the excitement level of your own players about just this move in general? <laughs> it's kind of strange. You know, I, mean, I think they're excited. They understand, you know, but they, they don't know any different. Uh, you know, we've got six, we got eight new players. Uh, and so they never played in the OBC. Uh, they never played in the ASUN. They never played in AIA. So they're just here and enjoying where we are right now. And I think by and large, that's the way that our, our guys look at it. You know, they, they show up to work every day and, and they're just playing in the conference that they're in and, and want to do well. So Moose is gone. Grayson Murphy's gone. It is sort of a new deal. Talk to me about where you think you guys are right now and what's sort of the, the the ceiling for what this group can accomplish? Yeah, the timing of this move to the Missouri Valley could not have come probably at a worse time. Uh, we lose five fifth-year seniors, um, some really important players, a couple of which you just mentioned. And so we were going to have a lot of new faces regardless. Um, and you combine that with a higher level of play in the Valley, That's those are two tall tasks to overcome. And then you know, like any season, you're going to have some up and downs. You know, we we lose our starting point guard in Keyshawn Davidson, probably the most experienced player on our team. We lose him three days before our first game uh, and played our first six without him. So we were really just trying to put some puzzle pieces together to survive early on. Uh, he's now back on a limited basis. That will really help us moving forward. I do feel like we've come a long way. Our baseline was much lower than it's been in the past, so we had more ground to cover. But I feel really good about what we've accomplished through these first seven games, even though I wish we had another win or two to show for it. 
Is Valpo down? And I realize a coach is never going to admit that, but it doesn't look like on paper the old Bryce Drew kind of Valpos. You know, what's interesting is, you know, through their time, they were in the horizon before they joined the Missouri Valley and enjoyed pretty similar success to what we did in the OVC in a sense that they were, you know, won more championships than anybody else in the league, you know, were pretty routinely in the NCAA tournament. And I think they joined the Valley in 17, maybe 2017. They've been in there four or five, six years. And I don't think they finished better than sixth since they've been in the Valley. And so that's given us some caution, honestly, uh, because it's a proud program that's won a lot of games, but just has not found their niche in their new, in the new league just yet. So I'm going to hit you with one that's a little off the beaten path of basketball, but David Shaw's resignation as the football coach at Stanford, he kind of got into, without totally saying it, it's not as much fun as it used to be. Uh, a basketball coach friend of mine who you happen to know pretty well said, what's different is you have to recruit your own players every day. Are you finding that to be true? It's very true. Um, you know, I would say it's unfortunate, but I would also say, you know, there's no use whining about it. It's just where we are right now. Uh, I had not seen those comments from him, but uh, you know, but it's it's the reason Jay Wright's not coaching anymore. It's the reason there's probably a lot of coaches out there who are, you know, especially the ones who have plenty of money in their pocket. And, and <laughs> it's the reason why you'll see more and more of them uh, walk away. Uh, but, you know, the, the reality is also that, you know, our number one responsibility as coaches is to recruit our kids every day anyway. You know, we need that should be our number one objective is to give them a great experience. Um develop relationships with them that they do not want to sever um, so that they have a great time at Belmont or Stanford football or Villanova basketball or wherever it is you're talking about. But, um, but it's much more paramount now and much more obvious that that's part of the job requirement uh, than it ever has been. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to leave you exactly the way you would expect. Um, I've read the rumor that if Dansby doesn't re-sign with my team, that your team's going after him. You stay well, away from him. I sure as heck hope that we do. We need help and we need it fast. <laughs> and and you need a lot of it. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Yes. Stay away from our pitching staff too. We can use those guys as well. <laughs> Good luck tonight. I know this is going to be a, a really neat experience for you. Um, hope you enjoy it. Get a victory and we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Enjoy the time. That's Belmont basketball coach Casey Alexander. Stay tuned. We'll have more. This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com.
at WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost, providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It's now time for... Terry McCormick's Daily Titans Update. It is brought to us by the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. The Justin Tucker team, they are Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. They've got two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville and also online at Sumner Funeral. Dot com. Okay, that means I get to say hello to Terry McCormick. There he is wearing his seatbelt. Yes, you like that? I just got out of a, a doctor's appointment, so I pulled over to the side of the road into a parking lot, and I'm speaking to you from lovely Gallatin, Tennessee, George. Is that a Yankee logo underneath? I believe it is. 
my Lord. Okay, so we move on. What What is the news of the day in Titans land? Well, a couple of guys who practiced yesterday, uh, not out there today, the most notable one being Traylon Burks, who mispracticed with an injury, or not an injury, an illness, I should say. Traylon, a little under the weather, was not out there for practice uh, with his teammates today. And also, uh, they gave Derrick Henry the day off, said it was not injury-related. related, And they also uh, <coughs> gave Nate Davis a rest day with his knee, which is not an uncommon thing. He's been getting those off and on for several weeks now. Uh, a little bit of good news, George. It looks like that Randy Bullock is progressing enough that he could be a go and resume his kicking duties on Sunday when they go to Lincoln Financial Field to take on the Eagles. And then Ben Jones continues to progress and make his way through the concussion protocol. So he could be back, which is something they certainly need to help fortify that offensive line. Terry, I, I don't know if it's a league rule, a team uh, kind of deal. What What's the protocol as to you've got to be concussion-free for how long if you're going to play, let's say, this Sunday? Well, you, the basic thing is you have to be able to pass the baseline test in terms of you know memory and cognizant function and things like that. And then you also have to be free – of any symptoms, you know, no headaches, no uh, light sensitivity, no uh, anything that, you know, would come under that jurisdiction there. So it's, it's a long process and it takes different guys, different amounts of time before they're ready to come back from these. Ben Jones has missed two games uh, because of this, which most guys a lot of times only miss one game and then they bounce right back. But, uh, they're taking that precaution with Ben Jones, but I look for him to be out there Sunday because he looks like he's trending in the right direction now. Okay. Anything else besides the obvious A.J. Brown versus the Titans world that we need to talk about against a Philly team that's really good? Well, one more thing, George, on the injury front. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, who did not practice yesterday with that ankle, was not a go again today. So that's two straight days of no Jeffrey Simmons. You know, unfortunately, they are having to really kind of baby him through the week to uh, make sure he's ready to go on Sunday and be able to play uh, with that ankle injury. So, you know, you know, he can do this. He can, you know, he's a guy who could be out there and play with no practice. But even he himself admitted that, it would be better if he could get out there and practice. So we will see tomorrow if Jeffrey Simmons can do anything of consequence on the practice field and get some work in before they head to Philadelphia. Is this likely the way it will be the rest of the season with him? Well, it's likely the way it's going to be for a while, George, I would think, because my guess is with this type of injury, you're probably not making it a whole lot better by going out there and pushing off on it and, grinding through games every week and you know they're probably using the days during the week to try and rest it and rehab it and get it as close to 100 percent as they can for each week's game so i think you may be right there george it may be something that uh he's gonna have to deal with for a while terry let's do our own concussion test on you you ready sure what American League team won the World Series this year? Uh, let me see. 
I can't remember, George. I, I do not recall. Watson, <laughs> I believe he's concussed. I, be, I believe he's in the tank. That's what's wrong with it. He's in the tank. <laughs> and if you tell me that it was the Houston Astros, I'll tell you that they still belong in the National League. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> you truly are concussed. Yes. Terry, you have a good one. We'll do it again tomorrow. All right. See you guys. See you. That's Terry McCormick's Daily Titans update. Watson, we now have a college football playoff expanding to 12 in 2024. And all I can say to that is, thank God. Uh, it was coming. I mean, the, the, the Rose Bowl had no choice. They, they were they waiting on the Rose Bowl. They, they had no choice. They had to give in, whether it was now or a month from now or whatever. But it, it's going to be neat, George. I'm telling you, it's really going to. I think there will be more. Everybody says it'll take away from the end of the season. I think it'll be more at the end of the season. There's going to be more teams we're looking at. Where do they fall? Are they four or five? Are they are they five or or twelve? I mean, are they twelve or sixteen? <laughs> yeah, are you twelve or thirteen? Yeah. And you know, I I just think it's going to be really neat. And then I think the games will be fantastic. Look at what it would have been this year. I mean, there, so, there have been some great games this year. Okay, take that down for just a second. We'll bring it back up here in a minute. Watson, am I right that the the concept of playing the first round on a home campus has gone out the window? I I have not heard the bottom line of that yet, George. I, I've heard both. Now, I don't know that that decision's been made. If it has, I don't know it. It may have been. Several weeks ago, we put this list together, the 5 versus 12, 6, 11, 7, 10, 8, 9. It was an incredibly interesting list. I don't think it's quite as interesting today as it was back then, but let's just take a look at it. So the 5 versus 12 is Ohio State against Washington. I think um, that's a good game. Pretty good game. Yeah, I think that's a good game. I think these are good games. I still oh, think they're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Utah Alabama would be an absolute war. Yep, be a really good game. I'm telling you. K State Tennessee would be fun. That would, that would be, be high game. octane. Clemson Penn State. I like these. No, I, I, I I'm telling you guys, it's going to no be matter, like this the rest of the time. And, you're right. No matter yeah. what, I think the matchups will be good in a 12-team playoff. Now, yep. maybe you get a couple duds, but I think it's going to be awesome. Well, let me ask this question, Watson. When you look at that list right there, do teams 9, 10, 11, 12, do you – I guess there, there's the question for me of should this have stopped at 8? It's not going to. Money talk. So Washington, Utah, Kansas State, Clemson, could they really win a national title this year? I don't know that win a national title, but they could they could go away. I mean, let's see. Kansas State's playing TCU mm -hmm. Saturday. We'll see if that 10's good enough or not. Um, Utah's playing Southern Cal Saturday. We'll see if that 11's good enough or not, George. Clemson's playing North Carolina, who's not in it. So, I, I, to me, it shouldn't just be you can win it all. If you if you can make it two or three games into it, then you well deserve to be there. 
in basketball, teams aren't expected to win at all. It's no, can you make it? They're a, a lot deeper run. too. Now. They go right. sixty something. So but it's a little do, do you think in football it'll be that same? Can they make a deep run, or is it can twelve win? I think it'll be deep run. I, they just they want good games and competitiveness. This year would have been a good deal. Uh, next year we'll see. Uh, but I, we still have three undefeated teams, but yet all these teams. I don't see a game up there where I say a kill. Do y'all? No. In this first round, is there a kill up on that board? I don't see no. it. No. Uh-uh. And, don't think so. And I don't either. I, Ohio State, Washington might be the one, but I don't think so. And that's Washington been the difference. Is, that's Washington been the difference this year. Points. This this season in college football. You're, you're you're seeing down the stretch, Alabama, Clemson, they're they're almost even with a lot of the, the top 15 teams. So let me ask this question. So we get this, which is what I think 99% of football fans wanted. What does it do to championship week? Does it water it down even more? You mean the championship game? No, I mean SEC title game week. Oh, yeah, I, I, I – would you get rid of those? I know they won't because of they, money. They won't because of money, George. They're not going to get rid of those. Uh, well, no, because I think some of these people like LSU, uh, Utah. They might uh, need them. Clemson, uh, Kansas State, they're all in games this weekend. And so I don't think it, it will water it down at all because you're going to fall somewhere in there off of this game this weekend. So I don't know. I don't think so. And I've heard a lot about, you know, the regular season isn't going to matter anymore. And I don't, I don't know about that because it's not like this is a, a, a 36 or 64. It's a 12 team playoff. And, the, you know, you got the American conference that'll get a team in. Every I, I, don't, year. So, I don't get that statement at all. Uh, I don't, I don't understand that because when you lengthen it to 12, you grab more teams that are fighting for more things. You got it at four. You've cut it down to about eight that are fighting. You go to 12, you've probably got about 18 that are fighting. So how's that water the season down? I don't get that. No, I, I don't get it either. I mean, you look at it and you say rivalry games should still matter. I mean, I, I don't. maybe they're not as important as the four-team playoff right now, but well, those, those games will still matter. Let's take Watson's brother for a minute. Okay, bad loss to Georgia Tech. Yeah, you know, makes no sense at all in in what had been going on. But Watson, all of a sudden, North Carolina versus NC State would have meant a whole right. lot more oh, to North Carolina because it would have been them battling to to not be eliminated. Where. Yeah. A week ago, uh, right. they knew they were already out. Yeah, I, I think I think it made the NC State rivalry even a bigger rivalry, George, because they win that game and then they beat Clemson. They they'd be back into the top twelve, probably. Absolutely. So I I just you know Tennessee had the bad loss at South Carolina. What if that was a really good Vanderbilt team that they had to go beat in Nashville? Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think in some ways the rivalries might get stronger uh, with that deal. Okay. We just wanted to kind of show that to you, give you a little bit of 
how it would look if we were doing this two years from now. Apparently, we will be. We'll go to the break. Stat of the day is next. And then underdog picks for week number whatever it is, 13, 15. Champ week. Champ week. We're near the end. Stay tuned. When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned. And what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com. baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several iron mic pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. This holiday season, the largest lantern event in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. After sunset, come see more than 1,000 Chinese lanterns. All new designs, including mythical beasts, a fantastical North Pole village, even a dragon soaring over your head. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year. I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster.
Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It's now time for Stat of the Day, as you just heard from John English, Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville. They've got everything you need if you're a sports fan. Of course, they're open Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. Antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and so many other sport-related items. Their website, johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. Call Eric at 615-490-7052 or visit them on the web at rockcastlewealth.com for more information. All right, let's take a look at what Michael's got for us today. There are four Florida State quarterbacks who have ever posted 3,000 total yards with 30 total touchdowns in a season. A lot of good Florida State quarterbacks. Who are they? Okay, Watson, and you stay out of this, Billy. Oh, I uh, thought you meant I was staying out of it. Well, <laughs> Watson, no, oh, stay no, out of this. You're my hero after that Bears thing you pulled. Well, out. That was, that was out of left field. You're going to need Watson for this one. Okay, Watson, let me ask you this. Are the two most obvious, uh, Charlie Ward and Chris Winkie? Yeah, those two would be in it, I think, for sure. Okay. So we'll just, for the moment, say one and two. Who else comes to mind for you? Jameis Winston. Mm. Okay, got to be there. Famous Jameis. We're putting him in there. J-Boo, that was his nickname all the way through. When I had him in all those camps, when he was a 10, 11-year-old, J-Boo was his name. He was probably a goon as a kid. Oh, he was big. (laughs) And a great athlete at a very young age. Mm. So, Watson, in recent years, they've played from behind a lot more, which means you have to throw more and you pad stats. Um, anybody here that we're not thinking of fairly recent? Uh, I'm, they hadn't had recents. Uh, Winston's the most recent. They hadn't been real good at quarterback. This kid now is, but I don't think he's thrown for 3,000 this year. No, but I'll tell you this. He is electric. No, he is. He's a player. He is a ball. What's the guy that's on one of the networks as a a, – sitting in the studio? uh, Oh. uh, Taj? Taj No. uh, Canal. He played Uh, Clemson. Danny Canal? Canal. He might be one. Yeah. Um, that's the only ones I can think of. Would there be anybody back toward Rick Stockstill? I don't think so. I don't think you threw for that many. Uh, Bobby Bowden's the one that really started opening things up. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're Is there another? No, Chris Winky was his other big one that Bobby. Yeah, I've got Winky in here. Charlie Ward, Chris Winky, Jameis Winston, Danny Cannell. Those are four. You missed Jordan Travis. He is in there. He is in there. I didn't think he threw for 3,000. I wouldn't have guessed him either. That's on me there, George. I wouldn't have thought he threw for 3,000 yards. Yeah, but you know what? We got 75% of that. And we called his name out. We did. Honorable mention. Others receiving votes. (laughs) I guess he's been there for, for a good bit, so... He's been able to put up, yeah, that that uh, amount of numbers. So well, I mean, um, a good bit. You, that's all in a year now. That's a year. That ain't that ain't career. Well, that's right. That is all in a year. That's in one year's time, babe. 
That's why I didn't think he would have gone that high this year. I didn't think, but wow, he's he had a great year there. I'll tell you what, he is a he's electric. He he, he reminds me of Charlie Ward, to be yeah. very honest. There's he some similarities in the two. In the win over Florida that are just hard to believe. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if he can come back next year. Boy. That'd be scary. I'd want him back. Gordon Travis, I think he's going to for some reason. I I think he'll be back. Okay, have we reached the 5 o'clock hour? We have, okay. and it is brought to us by Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. They've got the staff, training, and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Visit them on the web at mtbj.net for more information, and that leads us into underdog picks. Presented by Sir Speedy, whether you need top-notch printing, custom web design, or a direct mail marketing campaign, or the largest sign in the world for the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, get the quality products, services, and experience your business deserves. Partner with Sir Speedy today by logging onto their website at sirspeedy.com. George, the banner looked great. The banner looked awesome. Man, that's a big old banner. So at the moment... Am I right that Darren is on, but neither Willie nor Darren, the representative? Darren is on and accounted for. So, but, but Willie is not. Oh, Willie is. Uh, I, I'm guessing he's tardy. Did today? he? Did he talk to you at all? He did not talk to the commissioner. This is a clear violation of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> I mean, there's just well, no way around. W- Willie's been slacking this year. We may have to. I may have to talk to him in private about. You know his actions so far this year. Yeah, go Darren, for what, it. Good luck with that one. <laughs> what were your bowling numbers Monday night? Um, well, what I was going to say is someone might check the predator schedule. They're dropping the puck in an hour in uh, New Jersey, so he probably will not be with. No, oh, I, I, I kind of knew that, but I, I figured Chase would perhaps. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right now, I'm charging both. But here, here's serious crimes uh, against the Geneva Convention. Well, George, I, here's the here's the real answer to that. He's in last, and so he doesn't give a damn. That's why he's in last. So. <laughs> I'm second to last, and I don't give a damn. <laughs> Darren, we, we well, talked. I'm in third place, and I do. <laughs> I thought I was. You're in second oh, place. I'm sorry, I'm in second place. Yeah, and I do care. Darren, I, before we get started, I want to ask Darren something because a couple of weeks ago you talked about how George had been calling you, texting you all week about, you know, which was hey, really hey, not true. Uh, I, I kind of doubt that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Darren, did, I, did you ever call George? Say, are, how time. excited are you about underdog picks? I mean, did you give it back to him at all? No, no, Billy, I don't do that. No, <laughs> I do not. I do that, not that's do all that. in plas- Plaster's area right there. <laughs> So you have class. Well, no, I didn't. No, I get. I didn't say that. I just, I just said I haven't called him and, and bragged. I didn't say that. <laughs> I was you're, just wondering. You're a classy man, Darren. How in the world did you pick that game, boy? I never would have thought that happened. What's that? Picking Michigan. I never would have thought that happened. Watson, if you remember my – in fact, if my memory serves me correct, and it's not very good at times, I said my exact words were, I'm going to be honest, guys, 
I watch Ohio State, and I'm not just I'm not blown away by them like everybody I else. You said and I thought you said me either. Yeah, I did, but I didn't think Michigan without their tailback could do what they did. I did not. Well, yeah, I'll tell I you also, one thing. I would also say that I wasn't sure that he was. I didn't know for a fact he wasn't going to play. So, yeah. hey, and you saw where he's not, having surgery, by the way. So he's gone for the year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that does not help there. Lincoln. I don't know that other kid looked pretty good to me. Yeah, <laughs> good there was also a little tight backside uh, in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Darren, I detected by late in the second quarter and for sure early in the third quarter that people were like, oh, crap, this isn't going to happen. Here we go again. Well, you wouldn't know that from Urban Meyer at halftime. He acted like the game was in the bag. I love Urban Meyer. The fact that he was, I mean, they had a three hour pregame show. He needs to shave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. He at halftime said, Billy, he said, oh, they just got to keep doing what they're doing. Like, yeah, it was basically like, you know, they 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 didn't. (laughs) They got this. (laughs) They didn't keep doing what they were doing. No, they didn't. But, Darren, you did not answer the question about your bowling. Oh, okay. So here is, yes, I got sidetracked. Here is the pathetic story about me that I will uh, divulge to your audience. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, at least it got a good laugh at your event, George, which was nicely done. It was a very fun evening. It was. I showed up and, and I don't think Watson and Billy even know this. So I showed up with my own Bowling bag and bowling ball. Oh, yeah, good God. gracious. Hold on. Hold on. Un- unmitigated. Hold on. Hold on. I did not pay for that stuff. That stuff was a very nice prize that actually the Preds gave to me many years ago in a Preds and Pins bowling event. So I took them up on it. You're willing to give me a free ball that's done, you know, configured with my hands and sure and all that stuff and a bag. Like, sure. I, George, you guys have heard this enough, right? Free is for me or free is for us. Like, yes, sign me up. Okay, I'll do that. So I've got this free, really nice bowling ball and bag. And so I showed up and, you know, people were like, holy crap, man, this guy shows up with his own ball. Like he must mean business. You're expecting something. (laughs) Well, clearly that was just a prop, okay? Because I bowled a 117 and a 122. <laughs> All for show. By just- the way, for those who don't know it, the conjugation of uh how am I trying to say this? To be I be we be <laughs> freebie. <laughs> Thank you. That was nice, George. Yeah. All right, let's Watson didn't think it was all that funny. I've always gone by some of my coaches that always went by if it's free, take three. That was their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're now reviewing. Yes, we are okay. reviewing now. That should be exciting. We start with Watson. Uh, he took the Vanderbilt Commodores uh, plus the 14 against Tennessee, <laughs> and they took the loss 56. Well, uh, to let me be honest. In a radio competition, I did the same thing, and Watson, the best thing I came up with today was I thought the woman who did the anthem was terrific. <laughs> Most competitive thing in the evening, if you really want. Hey, I'm I'm done. 
I've took my alma mater twice here in the last month. They've absolutely killed me. I think they've lost by a total of 70-something points in those two games. So. It's not good. Not good. No. Well, well at least I didn't have to watch it. At least long. you don't even have the opportunity to pick them in championship week. No, I, I would, but believe me, I, I twice is enough. I thought the rain was competitive there. I thought the rain was <laughs> The rain put up a fight against Tennessee's defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Uh, we already talked about Darren's pick, uh, the Michigan pick. Great pick, plus the seven and a half, and they won. I mean, you could say pretty convincingly, 45-23 uh, at the shoe. Uh, Darren, were you surprised? I know you were pretty confident, but deep down, did you really think it would happen? No, I said I said it last week. I said, I don't know if I believe this is going to work. Right. Those are my exact words. And then I said, but I've watched Ohio State this year, and I just don't think I'm blown away by them like other people. I feel like everybody else is. I'm just not enamored with them. I don't have the same wow factor about Ohio State when I watch them as I think most people do. And those were my exact words, and I think Watson agreed. I did. And we just kind of left it at that. But if you remember, I started out by saying, I don't know if this is going to work or not. In fact, I may even said, I'm not even sure I believe this is going to work, but I'm going to try it. Speaking of wow factor, I don't think there was much for Iowa State. No, there was zero offense at all uh, from Iowa State. George, if you remember, I said, Billy, that's a great pick for Willie because they're going to get torched. (laughs) And so now (laughs) Willie. Willie, I think Willie's just doing this inside of me. He's not showing up anymore. retaliates by not showing up. But also not even even getting chase. Or telling his, me about any of his, this. You know, his fill-in to fill-in doesn't even tell you. Uh, Darren, these are clear violations. Yeah, he is, he is totally mailed it in. He's, just, <laughs> he's should, mailed it let in. Let me ask you this. Should we expel him? <laughs> well, I think, no, he, he deserves to be brought back on to then be publicly shamed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Not that we've already shamed him enough with the Iowa State pick. Oh, uh, but George, let's take a look at yours before the let's break. Let's do. Spend Oregon. all the time you want on it. This is this is George. This is pathetic. You know you did not deserve this one. Come on, <laughs> no, I come on. This was a sucker pick. Oregon folded. You talking about splattering the bed? Oregon splattered the bed. Come on, they folded like a they lawn basically, chair. It looked like. A piece of cake in your uh, microwave just <laughs> melted. <laughs> well, putting ice cream in your microwave. They were I mean, up. Oregon was up. What was it? 34 31 to 10. Thir- 31 to 10 with four minutes to go in the third. Yeah. Let me ask can any, any of you guys name a single player on Oregon State? Nope. Uh, the, the, there's no quarterback that plays fullback tight end. What? They've got a kid that plays all over the place, plays some quarterback, plays some tight end, plays some fullback. Let me tell you something. Oregon state's pretty good. Jonathan Smith has done a really good job. George, I'm not saying it was a bad pick. I liked the pick. I'm saying once it played out for almost three quarters, you did not deserve that one. Like Oregon just. I'll, I'll give mine back if you give back Michigan. <laughs> no way. 
No way. That's seven and a half right there. Those are valuable points. Yeah. Do we release standings at this point? By yes, way, we do. Who, you know, why would you ever ask to release standings, George, <laughs> in the last two weeks? He's never brought it up one time till the last two Hell, weeks. Hell, he didn't I, care I, about the draft order. Oh, I mean, never, he has not brought it up Yeah, yeah. for the whole fall. Till the yeah. last two weeks, and now he can't wait. Bring up the standing. What are you doing? <laughs> Bring up the standing. <laughs> hey, George, George, it's your show. Can I ask Coach? Oh, that is so true. Watson, he doesn't miss a beat. Oh. Can I ask the coach a question while he's on a roll? Oh, sure. What you got, D? Why, why you like are you in the lead and in control? I want to know if George was watching this game. Why you would go for it on fourth down at your own 29 when you are in control of a game. You're talking about Oregon, right? That's yes. what started it, right? That yes. started the whole deal. Yes. I don't know. You got to ask the coach. He might have had something on the game, Darren. I don't yes. know. Dan Lanning, he's a young coach. He's getting, um, he got, he's been butchered this week and he deserves every bit of it. Well, he's then you eight. saw they, did you realize, Darren, that? Oregon State scores the last three touchdowns and don't throw a pass. <laughs> yes. Well, oh, by the way, Oregon has first and goal from the two and just runs the ball the whole time. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I'm telling you, I think he had something on the game. Somebody had something on that game. That's all I can say. We do have standings to talk about, though. Darren McFarland is sitting, I wouldn't say comfortably, but Jordan, how, we got – Championship week in the bowls, right? How? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of activity. Left. How deep into the bowl season? How deep is your love? I mean, that <laughs> wasn't that a song once? What Look, in the world? we're not anywhere close to finish. Okay, so that's what I wanted to know. If we're, we've got to get into the XFL for me to catch up, we will. Uh, I don't know about that. It is oh. coming back for year two. Oh, I know Birmingham is a flutter over that. <laughs> 42 <laughs> points for Darren yeah, at the top. They're in a flutter about uh, Trent Dilfer. Sorry, Billy. Oh, you're fine. Five and eight is your record. Uh, George actually has a better record, but the points are the, are, are, is the statistic that matters. 38 and a half. So, George, we'll see. it'll be interesting to see what you go with this week, how many points you go with. Watson, not far behind. 28 points. Well, I'd I mean, say that's it, pretty good ways behind there, bud. I mean, it, you, you get a big win this week that could put you right back up there. So, like Man, Purdue. A lot of points on the board this week. Yeah, you thinking like Purdue, Purdue or LSU or, or New Mexico State? What What are you thinking? I mean, <laughs> I mean there's there's opportunities out there. Where, where do you think he's going to catch for some some sleepers? Yeah, and uh, then there's Willie, and then there's Willie, nineteen and a half points. He uh, doesn't give a damn. No, he has mailed it in. Darren, this is this is unspeakable what he's done today. I mean, the care factor is Zero. not there. In fact, I've heard, George, how many coaches have we had tell us over the years, you really learn about your team when things aren't going your way. Going your way. Well, I guess we've learned a lot about Willie, haven't we? We just had a comment on Twitter. What do we got? Fire Willie Donick. Bring Kelly Holcomb in. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. He'd probably be better than Willie. Well, actually, he's been working today, too. So, yeah, he did the, uh... He did the uh, – he was down in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, so, this is at Darren's request. At Darren's request, which was a great request. Uh, strategize yourself here during the break. Get ready. George, you will lead us off. 
after the break here. Watson, you are on deck after George. Darren McFarland, you are in the three-hole. And Willie Donick, also known as me, I'll be picking again for Willie. Do I try to text him? I'll try to figure that out here in the break. I don't know, he'll probably won't respond. But Take Murfreesboro, Oakland. <laughs> he deserves that. Against Beach? Watson, can I ask one question before we go to the break? Well, sure. I want to be a good team player here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have a brother in the mix. If you tell me you want to take North Carolina, I will back away from it. Oh, give me a break. I'm serious. You you That's know that I was going – see, now that – Darren, this yeah, is I, this is him. Even, this is the crap even, I put up with every day. Watson, even for George, like that is like a new level right there. I even mm-hmm. said last week I was going to take care of yeah. him. He comes out and says, now if you're going to – if you tell me you're going to take him, I won't – I'm just asking a legitimate question. If you want to take North Carolina, say it now. I'll back away. I'm not saying it right now because that's not the order. You're picking first. Are you trying to get on Santa's good list, George? What are you you doing? (laughs) That's exactly Quit trying to play this nice guy out here, George. You're top of the line. Well, fine. We'll go to the break. I don't appreciate your attitude. Neither one of you. You may not get invited back next year. <laughs> that's how we'll try. Watson, that's how he's going to try to win it. He's not going to invite you back. Hey, there. We'll have our own underdog picks. <laughs> he's going to throw that. him out and yeah, have our own not, underdog. You're not going to get the bowl. That's how George is going to win. He's going to boot me out of the contest right now. We're going to break. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Let's do. Stay tuned. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East, and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. 
Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Welcome back. Yes, George late Plaster information show. being gleaned off the phone. Was not very happy with Watson's attitude. I tried to show a level of sportsmanship that admittedly is not there very often in this competition. And instead of accepting it, Watson just thumbed his nose at me. Well, he didn't feel that it was genuine. Believe me, it wasn't genuine. <laughs> what do you mean didn't feel I know it wasn't genuine. I mean, so why would I have made the gesture? Just because you're top of the line A1. That's why. Wow. <laughs> Darren, can you believe he said that? Can you believe On live national television? I didn't I say, say anything. This show has been uh, interesting it's been to say hot. the least. It's been red hot the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so are we now ready? We are ready, and to take another look at the order, just so that we don't forget about it, George will lead us off. Watson, you're number two. Darren, number three. And Willie, number four. So, George, you have to pick first. First of all, screw Willie. Okay? I mean, you know, he he has violated significant terms of the Geneva Convention. You know, Darren, are you in agreement with that? 100%. Yes. Thank you. I will let this slide as the commissioner for one more week, but if it happens next week as we begin bowl season. Expulsion. It may take a phone call to Willie. Yeah. We'll I see. Mean, it's the only way. All right, George, let's get to your pick. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's an obvious pick out there, and the question is, am I that greedy and willing to take it? <laughs> yes. And the answer yes. is no. Oh no! Because I no, value. You don't Watson. think they're going to win? Because you I don't value think they're going to win. Towns' friendship too much. <laughs> no, to no. To you do not think that North Carolina is going to beat Clemson. I I'll know take for a fact Florida. you don't. 
Central you, Florida. This, there, you know this from the past, babe. This is this is George plastered to a T right here. I mean, this is him top to bottom. You're seeing firsthand exactly how this guy is. He does not think that North Carolina will beat Clemson, and that's the only reason he's not picking the game. That is not true whatsoever. That is true. That is not true. He's leaving it. He's leaving it to you, Watson. So, so you can catch him in the stand. He's going to let me let my heart take me down again. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> well, you know, there's a way around that for you. You can just do one of these to your brother, flesh and blood. I'd rather do that to you, but I'm not going to do it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so George takes UCF at Tulane in the AAC Why championship. Why are they the underdog, given that they beat them at Tulane, Tulane what, three weeks ago? Tulane's at home. So what? They beat them there once, they'll beat them again. Then it's I'll hard. be tied with Darren. It's hard to beat a team twice. Well, you'll be ahead, won't you? Tied. Tied. Well, you would be ahead because you're three and a half behind him. This is a four figure. point. Yeah. This is four points, George. Well, thank you. So okay. big, big opportunity with uh, Central Florida and Gus Malzahn still down there. So, so. let's see what old Watson is okay. going to do now. Watson, you are up next. You my and heart's going to take my brother. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't feel as good about it this week as I did last. I will say that. <laughs> After I thought he would for sure beat NC State, so my 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 bloodline here is not as red as it as it was. But I'll I want to take him because of the points. Drake May, you know as, Drake May is a better quarterback. You know than when I hear LA. that I don't believe that, then why did I take them in a local radio competition? Oh, you did this week. Did I they? did. I did. Good on you, George. See, this that no, 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 no. he was not going to take. He was not going yes, to take. I was, but I didn't want to do that to you. I knew it would break. <laughs> I knew it would break your heart. <laughs> Are you going to hug me next week when they lose? <laughs> Seven o'clock, ABC in Charlotte. Be there. Big, big chance. Be there. There's going to be a lot of Tar Heels there, right, Watson? Should be at least. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not anymore. Straight. I'm not sure how many of they'll have there. Maybe not anymore. And now Darren has the opportunity to take Purdue. <laughs> I'm going to save that for Willie. So, Darren, <laughs> you've got your chances, Utah and USC, K-State, TCU, LSU, Georgia, and Purdue, Michigan. Where are you going? There are other That's my only choices? Well, those are the only relevant games, unless you want to oh, pick an so, irrelevant game. Well, I mean, who are you to determine well, what's relevant? I'm just, I, I just listed the relevant games. I'll bet he takes one you didn't take. I'll yeah, he'll he probably take. Didn't he'll probably take Ohio in that case. Um. Well, <coughs> if by the way, if people have been watching the last 25 minutes, you would think this entire show has been hanging around the eggnog. With uh, Clark Griswold uh, before we started this this section, um, you're not wrong. Uh, I, I am indeed going to take Ohio U, the Bobcat. Ooh, um, my that buddy, was my other pick, my very very close friend John Wheeland. His son Jonah Wheeland is the starting punter for Ohio U, but unfortunately, he has had an injury that has shut down 
his season. But in spirit of Jonah Wheeland, I am going to take Ohio U in the three. The one is it one or one and a half? It's three. 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 Yeah, nice try. <laughs> See, it's there three. goes George again. I, I'm telling yeah. you. Right. He gave this whole in sportsmanship and do the right thing, and then he just tried to rip me of a point and a half. Yeah, yeah. that's his sportsmanship right there, Darren. <laughs> You're looking at his sportsmanship. Okay. I don't appreciate this. Let's move on to Willie's pick. And I'm picking picking for Willie. Take Purdue for him. That's what he deserves. I think that's what I'm going to do. Purdue is 3-1 and against top five teams under Jeff Brom. Michigan, they're riding off of a huge win, emotional win over Ohio State. They're probably still in the playoff even if they lose to Purdue, unless it gets ugly, which it probably won't. But 17 points, that is a lot of points. I'm going to take Purdue over Michigan. I mean, it's not uh, probably a sexy pick. Willie's probably not going to be happy with that pick, but he's mailed it in anyway. So that's where I'm going. I'm riding with the Boilermakers plus 17 against Michigan in Indianapolis. So So we'll see how Willie feels about that. Darren, between periods tonight of this Titanic tilt, perhaps Willie checks in on this. Do you have something you'd like to say to him? Um, You know, nothing against Jeff Brom. I like Jeff Brom, but I hope they lose 56 to nothing. I really do. (laughs) It's a familiar score. And Willie's not even here yet. I can't wait to to hear the public shaming okay, next week when he does show up. Let's, let's review. Let's review here. George selects Central Florida plus the four at Tulane. That's a three o'clock kick on ABC. Watson rolling with Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. UNC plus seven and a half against Clemson in Charlotte. That's seven o'clock ABC. Darren is riding with the Ohio Bobcats, plus three against plus. Toledo on ESPN, plus. 11 a.m. kick. That's on ESPN, George. It's on real television? Yeah. Wow. That is at Ford Field in Detroit, and Willie takes Purdue, plus 17. <laughs> I can only laugh at that pick, but. What if it wins? God. He'll be I mean, back in the he'll be back in the running. That's why I took it. I know. I mean, look, Jeff Brom has done this before, so yeah. we but probably shouldn't play. make fun of it too much. They did, don't play good enough defense. Did any of you even consider taking Purdue? No. 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 I was taking Ohio if George took North Carolina. My, Ohio. My other name was Coastal Carolina. Anybody else? I was I was I was thinking about picking that for Willie, but if they had their starting quarterback, McCall, McCall, that they could win this. What about you, George? Did you have a backup plan? No, but I will say this: I want to see USC win tomorrow night, but Utah is a really live dog. I don't have a good feeling about that. Utah is a live dog. You really think Utah is going to beat them twice this year? No, but I. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they did. Hmm. Guys, the other one I I, I tinkered with I, I was Kansas State. Now that's a good football. Oh, yeah, team. yeah. If it had a little more meat on the bone, uh, no, I just they can awesome. score points, so they can hang in that game. What okay. about Val? There's not even a line listed again for Valpo in New Mexico State. I didn't know Valpo had a football. Me team. neither. <laughs> okay, Darren. Let me start this with you. K State, uh, TCU. USC. 
what do those teams do this week? Um, TCU and USC, is that what you asked? Yep. Okay. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was shocked that that line was that low for TCU. But K-State is good. I, I, I don't see – I don't see either one of them stumbling. The question is, is if TCU does stumble, do they still get in? I I say that's yes. What I, that's what I really want to know. Do they gonna are they gonna boot out an undefeated team when they lose the championship game? Let's say they lose by a field goal. You know, let's not do the obvious of then it gets really interesting, Watson. Yeah, yeah. it does. Kansas is Kent's tenth in the country now, so it's no right, rag right. tag they're playing. They're they're yeah. ranked yeah. in the top ten. So I I got a feeling, Darren, they stay. I I'm watching. I'm leaning that way too. Yeah, I I don't know that Ohio State will pass them. USC is out. If they lose, they're out. Yep. Yeah, they're out. Ohio State bumps up if they're out. Say TCU just gets destroyed somehow by K State. That, that probably that could change things. Like yeah. Getting drilled. Because remember, who did didn't Ohio State do that one year where they were not going to get in, but they, they beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing. Yeah. 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 Darren, not only thank you for, for coming on and being prompt and on time, but thank you for coming to the bowling deal. Oh, that was e- that's you don't need to thank me for that. That was easy. Uh it was a great event. I appreciate the invite. Um, I thought Last year was fun, but I thought this year was – I mean, honestly, I, I didn't think you could get any better than last year, but this year was a whole lot of fun. That was that was a great night. So Thanks thank for you. coming on. We'll do this again in two weeks. Okay. All right. See you, guys. See you, Dave. Okay. We'll go to the break, Watson. I know you breathlessly await the plaster bet of the day. Did, Did you win the- last night? Oh, yeah. OT. Okay. Second night in a row that I've won in overtime. Ooh, so it went to overtime. It sure did. So Sanford ain't bad. No, Sanford is the real deal. Hmm. Stick around, all of you. This is Main Street Media Television. This holiday season, the largest lantern event in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. See more than 1,000 Chinese lanterns. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Complete service heat and air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have warm air throughout those cold winter months. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson Counties. When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned. And what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com.
Hit After Hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several Iron Mike pitching machines as well as a Hit Tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. This is Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. One area I can help with is if you are newly or nearly retired or maybe have changed jobs and have an old 401k account. You may need more information to help you clearly understand your options. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show as we wrap up this Thursday show. Better the day is powered by Bart Durham Injury Law. Since 1975, Bart Durham and his folks have aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to bartdurham.com. All right, let's take a look at what happened last night, George. I know you just touched on it. DePaul gets an overtime win over Samford, and you are now 83-81. and 81. So two games above 500. 50.6. Wow. Getting closer to 51. Hard to get there. I give you a hand, baby. This is the highest you've been in a long time. Yeah, I mean, give you credit on that one. You're up so, there. Um, Samford's better than people know. Better than advertised because that this is DePaul's best team, probably in ten years. That was a good win. Great win. You sticking with hoops tonight? Yeah. The the. The NFL game tonight, Watson, to me is a hard one. Buffalo is three and a half at New England. And frankly, I could see that one going either way. Yeah, I can too. I agree with you. Buffalo's well, still beat up. Yeah. I'm staying, I'm staying off of that, and I'm going to go college basketball. Interesting that the Pac-12 starts, early. starts conference play. We're barely into December. So I'm taking Oregon – at home, Oregon, not that they were a world beater in, in the first month of the season. Houston, which is number one in the country, cleaned their clock out at home. But Oregon's better than Washington State. Uh, and I just think they'll cover the four and a half. And Watson, that's what I'm going with. All right. I don't know enough about Washington State. I did watch Oregon play some in that Houston game. 
they didn't look very good that night. No, Houston is. But they're legit. Oh, Houston. yeah. Nobody in their right mind wants to play Houston. Uh-huh. So you're out of here tomorrow. I am. This will give you an extra day to clean up your attitude, <laughs> which has really been discouraging. <laughs> your lack of appreciation for what I tried to do for you. Oh, give me a break. Give me a break. He's been in the front row. If you absolutely wanted it, you take it in a heartbeat. I would have thought you'd have took it just just to be in spite. I I was trying to be a a good son. No, 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 no. No, That's your that's your brother. That's don't go there. Don't do that. Don't go there. You are going to give me down the line if they lose this game. I'll get eat alive if they lose this game. Because I've been saying it for three weeks. I just hope that they stay within seven. So do I, Teeth. Send this tape over to Chapel Hill. <laughs> send it to Mac. Please don't send it over there. <laughs> He'll love it. Oh. Watson, see you Monday. I'll see you guys. See you, Billy, Watson. You behave. You You're not going anywhere tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm not. We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Herm Edwards will join us at 5 o'clock. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Right around then. Check it out. See you then.